So, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Talks Podcast. We're back for another week, and we've got some awesome stuff to talk about with a great special guest. I'm your boy, Daka, and in my left earbud, back from the fray for the past few weeks, she's back, y'all. It's your girl. Sunflower Shakur, happy to be back. Thank you. Glad to have you. Glad that you're back in the... Well, you were never out of the land of the living. You're just, you know, <laughs> been busy. You've been busy doing your thing, handling yeah. your business. Definitely. We're glad. We're glad you're here. And we have very special guests with us today. We have Danielle Steele, also <laughs> known as Toy Box Tara. Yes. Welcome. Yes, I'm so excited Welcome. to be here, you guys. My underarms are sweating. Oh my god! <laughs> we ain't nobody. Definitely, no. come on, West Charlotte. I mean, West Charlotte gang down. But yes, gang I'm gang. so glad to be here with you guys. Thank you for joining us, and I think this is a conversation we've been trying to have. I've want, I've wanted to have specifically with you for so long. I'm glad yes. we're finally able to do it. <laughs> I think this is the perfect time to really talk about it. So. What we're talking about is we're having a conversation today about spirituality. Yeah. And that is such a such a loaded term, I feel, these days. I feel like there's so many interpretations of spirituality and what that means to different people. Um, and I think especially in a year like 2020, you know, people are looking <laughs> yeah. for something. Something to hold on to, something to understand, something to like get, you know, Hope and get faith. through all this stuff. Yes, all that. So, you know, I think this is a great time to kind of have this conversation. So, I want to start with you first. Um, I'll go around and ask everyone kind of what does spirituality kind of mean to you? So, Danielle, if you would like to start, what does kind of spirituality like mean to you? All right. So like you said, you know, spirituality can definitely be taboo. But for me, spirituality is my relationship with myself and my relationship with God, my relationships with my ancestor and the universe. That's my definition of spirituality. I love it. Nayo, any thoughts? Um, yes, um, I definitely agree with that. Um, I was just going to word it slightly differently, but pretty much the base is the same, which is like the acknowledgement of higher being, of higher purpose, and um, just trying to gain a connection with that. I think um, at the end of the day, you know, people don't recognize the difference between spirituality and religion. Mm -hmm. and um, you know you can be spiritual without being religious and that doesn't mean that you don't have a relationship with God yes. it just means that you don't you know you have your relationship mm -hmm. and so, you can you can be religious and spiritual too yes yes mm -hmm. it's exactly yep yeah I, I, I would agree with both of your definitions I would say mine is pretty much the same too and to your point like they're not mutually exclusive i think for me i've kind of always understood them kind of like as interchangeable up until recently um and now i'm kind of like hmm, but there is some some differences i think between the two um i think for me religion is more kind of like kind of more established and kind of like follows like this kind of codex of things mm -hmm. that have been kind of put aside and laid out for us by, you know, men, by man, essentially, you know, um, where spirituality, I think it's ever growing, ever changing. Um, it never, it's never just one thing. It constantly grows and it constantly is in flux. Yes. And that's the purpose of it to continue to grow. Yes. yes. So I want to get a little bit into your kind of like your journey, okay. um, Danielle. If you want to talk to us, just like, kind of like, how did you, what was your, I guess, um, your, your growing up, like kind of what was your, I guess your background, like your relationship with like, you know, with God and like higher beings and, okay. you know, that kind of energy and how did kind of, 
transition to where you where we are now. Okay. Like, can you walk us through that a little bit? Yeah. So um, both of my parents were raised heavily in the church. And it's quite interesting how they didn't raise me in the church. Um, I know this may sound bad. I've never been to church before. Um, I'm not quite sure what decision my parents made in regards to why they didn't raise me in the church. But I do know for sure that my father did have um, some difficulties being raised um, the way that he was raised in regards to religion. So me not being raised in the church, it kind of allowed me to figure it out by myself. So, you know, my parents always taught me to be a good person and to pray. And that's what I was raised on. Now, in regards to spirituality, you know, I've always like, for example, um, Halloween is like my favorite holiday. So I've always been into yeah. things that were a little different than others in regards to horror and ghosts. And like when I well, when I was a little girl, I wanted to be a, a ghostbuster. So, um, you know, even when I was a little girl, you know, I always had an interest in the other side, things that people didn't necessarily want to talk about. So that's kind of how it started ever since I was a little girl, really. And so, you know, and like you said, a lot, I think from a lot of the way that most of us in our community as Black folks kind of grew up, a lot of us probably did grow up more with some kind of, you know, church background yep. and everything. Did you ever feel like, you know, I guess ostracized from <laughs> others because of that? Or, you know, what was that kind of Yes. Like? And the crazy thing is I always went to church camp. You know, when I was in elementary really? yeah, when I was in elementary school and um up to middle school, I always went to a church camp. And that was literally the only experience that I had with church. You know, when you read the Bible and when you when you color pictures of Jesus about religious things, that was my only interaction that I had. And um, it was definitely quite interesting. That's just something that I never experienced, but um, I wouldn't necessarily say I was ostracized or even judged for not going to church. But um, mm -hmm. that was the only experience was with church camp. Mom has often said that she wishes that she would have raised me in the church to get that structure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Interesting. I I went to religious schools like all up through middle school okay. until <laughs> high school. So like and and even for me, I was raised in the church, but it I I recognize that my experience with church compared to a lot of my peers and my friends has been, I would say, at least in my experience, completely different. Um, you know, we definitely grew up going to church on Sundays, but it wasn't like horrible if we missed a Sunday, you okay. know, or it wasn't like, you know, this whole thing, especially in the church that I go to, you know, it's a black church, but it's Presbyterian church. And so we're, it's very structured. It's very, you go in at 11, you get out by 1230 <laughs> at the latest. Um, <laughs> okay. Because the principal will even say like, I know the Panthers are coming on at one, so we got to get you out of here. Like, so it was very different versus like when I went to go and visit like my grandmother's church, who's right, who's a who's primitive Baptist, like, you know, I'm talking about floor choir, you know, praise and worship, people catching the spirit, you know, in there for hours at a time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that was always something that for me was just different um with that. Uh Nayo, Yeah, um, I was gonna say yourself? for me, um, it was just a lot more like, uh, well, I was definitely raised within the church. Um, but like in my household, like my dad rarely went with us. He might went with us on holidays. My mom always took us. And it was like the family church. And then whenever I moved, she always found a church like home somewhere. And like she even works at a church now. But um, she's always like, I've always been very vocal about my, um, not my, I don't want to call it a lack of understanding because I understand what I've read um, and, what I, and what I believe I was meant to interpret because that's what I see the Bible as, a book based for interpretation. And, um, sorry. <laughs> and so okay. um, with that being said, I have always um, just felt more spiritual 
in the sense of everything like religion in itself never really made sense to me and i've always like expressed that to my mother mm-hmm. because i was just like you know like i don't like going to church i don't like that you're broke and you're spending like your last 20 dollars mm-hmm. on tides mm-hmm. like i don't like stuff like that like i don't like seeing the pastor rolling up in these like super expensive cars mm-hmm. it's just like it's just stuff never like really add up to me um in regards to like church and people going to it and whatnot so um yeah i just kind of definitely tried to gain an understanding for myself Mm -hmm. and um and that's where spirituality came into play because i feel like my my life is far too far too coincidental things have happened um I, I, me still being here, like my um, ex always made jokes, like I'm surprised that you haven't been kidnapped yet because I'd be so oblivious. Like I would get out of a truck and then get into a two door car, thinking I got into the same vehicle sometimes, and I really just be like not paying attention. <laughs> and so it's just be like, it be like, how did you do that? So yeah, I just I know I have like a guardian. I have somebody watching over me. Mm-hmm. Um, something I was yeah. thinking about while uh, you were talking, Daniel, is um, how when we talk about ancestry, we talk about spirituality, we talk about um, Buddhism and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. it, it has, for Black people specifically, it has um, this negative connotation, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. devil worshiping, well, it it uh, is supposed to represent a disconnect with being spiritual um, or more with being religious. And, um, but when, you know, white people talk about having talked to their ancestors and stuff like that, then that's fine. Mm-hmm. And so like, where, what are your thoughts on it? Cause for me personally, I know like when I was talking about that disconnect in church, um, I would wonder how, if somebody said they heard Lord, they're called crazy or psychotic or something like that. But then here's a story where somebody becomes a messiah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how do you feel about um, those parallels? Um, well, I feel like religion, that's literally, that's the foundation of African-Americans. That's our belief system. Um, that's been brought down through generations. It's our heritage. It's how we basically behave and think. So it's hard to get mm-hmm. out of that thought process. Now, the one thing that I kind of struggle with is that when it comes to religion, now I don't judge any anything or anybody, but when it comes to religion, they do have a standard. And so when it comes to, for example, reading tarot and, and psychics and things like that, it's a Bible verse that says you're not supposed to, you know, get into mediumship and things like that. You're only supposed to rely on God. So And I totally understand that. But I think what a lot of people don't understand is that anything can be evil. And I think Mm -hmm. African-Americans label things as evil because that's what they had been taught without doing research or getting to know people that are in it. Perfectly fine. But when I say that anything can be evil, it depends on how the person uses it. Christianity can be evil. You look at all these priests you know pedophilia and you know like um neo was saying about they're driving these big cars and things like that so anything can be evil it just depends on the person the tool and how they use it um but unfortunately there's like a permanent label on certain things simply because they understand it and that's what kind of frustrates me simply because you don't understand it you automatically label it as evil and that's not fair I would agree with that. And that's been one of the most frustrating things for myself as well. Um, I've never, my parents always um, been very open about as, you know, you know, find your, your path and everything like that. And, you know, explore and everything. And I've always loved learning about different religions and different practices Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it's never been off putting to me, you know, to learn about, you know, because every every religion and every culture, not outside of religion, mm-hmm. every culture has some type of, you know, ancestral worship or ancestral yep. veneration. Um, you know, no matter what you call it, you're communing mm-hmm. with your ancestors at some point. 
And so for black people, just like you said, it's been so ingrained in us through Christianity being used as an mm-hmm. evil tool mm-hmm. through slavery that, you know, our native practices or practices of those that practice, you know, ancient African spirituality or, you know, even voodoo. Voodoo yep. gets a bad name because voodoo in and of itself is not mm-hmm. an evil practice. It's mm-hmm. how people use exactly. it. Um, so, yeah, that's 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 um, crazy to me, too. Um, so I, and I will say for my even for myself, something that I do struggle with is um there's a long there was a long time that I was kind of adverse to things okay. like tarot. Um just because I didn't under I also didn't mm-hmm. understand it. And because again, like how it was always kind of presented. Um but I've always been interested too. Like I'm like, well, I mean, it can't be a terrible, terrible thing. Like, I mean, it's all about, you know, what you use it for. And it's like it's, I guess, how much stock you put into exactly. believing it. Yeah, I guess he watched one one time. He watched you know? Carmen one time, and now he'll. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> You're gonna die. Listen, that had me. <laughs> I was like, no, not the death guard, and that's not even what the death guard means, <laughs> but, which is crazy. <laughs> see, and and I think, and see, and you being someone who does that, what are some of the other? like misconceptions that are being, you know, and misinformation is being put out there about that practice. Because like you said, that's, that's what yeah. I thought. So of course, tarot is like glamorized. Um, you remember if you, if you used to um, look at magazines in the back of a magazine, it used to be Latoya Jackson. She was, was a yes. psychic at one point um, with the crystal ball. Madam so it's kind of like, it's not even like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you have some people that are like that, but it's really not glamorized um, in that way. But I just see tarot for me as a tool. Um, I use mm-hmm. my intuition. It's a story. Um, now, for some people, some people read tarot and they are psychics. I'm by clarity, advice, guidance, and insight through the use of tarot. But some people can tell you, you know, oh, your boyfriend's coming back. That's not my thing. You shouldn't even want your boyfriend to come back, to mm-hmm. be honest. But um, my purpose is just to use tarot to help people transcend to their higher selves. But yeah, tarot has, it looks crazy on TV, but it's, it's not like that. Yeah. So how did you, like, get into the practice oh. of tarot yourself? Like, what was that? Kind of Can I be honest? <laughs> yes, of course. Okay. Um, <laughs> It was due to a breakup. So Mm -hmm. so I broke up with this person and I, to be honest, I got addicted to watching tarot videos on YouTube. And it got to a point where Mm -hmm. I was like, I got to watch to see what's happening, what's happening. I will watch their sign and my sign as well. It got crazy. But as I was watching the videos, I would catch myself saying things like, oh, yeah, I felt that. Oh, or like, oh, yeah, I figured that or it confirmed my intuition. So that's when I realized, like, hey, I have a gift. I knew all of this all along. I was just using tarot to confirm what I already knew. So, you know, even me going back to the days where I was dreaming about getting cheated on by you know with specific people and late years later finding out that it was actually true so i was like all right Danielle, you really got something going on so that's when i started reading tarot and learning more about it and realized like hey i do have a gift and through my use of my intuition um i can help myself as well as other people yeah i love it that's great that's so that's interesting and you know i think <laughs> well i mean hey and it's about how you it's, it's not how you got there yeah. it's what you i do don't it. think it's embarrassing because you know? i feel like that's probably so many other people's stories like it yeah. it takes something there's some type of motivation that gets you somewhere like in life like for example like i've been trying to narrow down the field that i want to do in social work and it took me being physically abused for me to realize I wanted to be domestic violence. So it's just like your life journey takes you places. And it's, it's about those collective things that happen in your life that leads you to who you are and where you want to be. Yeah. And sometimes those things 
have been like so piled on such a, it's such a path that's been already paved out for us that mm. we didn't even see it coming. And in regards mm-hmm. to like tarot reading, like for like I've been like I have the same thing that you be saying. Like I've been looking into it way way more because there's so many times where I've had like exact thoughts, like intrusive thoughts that they're so random and it's like how did you have that specific thought that was so right and i'm like Mm -hmm. i need to tap into this more Mm -hmm. i need to really get into it more because there's clearly something in me that wants to get out and wants to be used but i'm not using it as at its highest capability Mm -hmm. so i think it's dope that you actually started that was just your moment your journey to starting to tap into that other side of yourself and truly awakening that part of you that was obviously ready to get out. For real. And it was almost, it was literally that breakup was a catalyst. And I haven't been the same since. I meditated for the first time. And since then, I don't know who I am. Like, it just opened me up to a whole different person. It's literally the definition of a spiritual awakening. And like you said, it it was a part of my divine path. So I'm grateful. For the good times mm-hmm. and the bad times, because without it, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. Yeah. That's right. That is so true. So how do you feel about, I think another thing that we see kind of being thrown around all the time and, you know, you know, letting the universe come to you and, you know, the universe and your, uh, mm-hmm. your star signs and your moon rising and sun <laughs> setting and <laughs> yes. all those things i just know i'm a virgo yes. that's all i know um I- i've tried so many times i can never remember mm-hmm. what time i'm actually born so um but with that you know there's also the um the practice or the thought of like mm-hmm. manifesting right everyone's so into like manifesting this manifesting that mm-hmm. xyz how do you feel about one manifestation as a whole and then two kind of what does it take in your opinion for manifestation to actually yield okay results or what should you look for i feel that? like the core of manifesting is self-love and the reason why i say that is because i feel like when god sees you in a place of you taking care of yourself you setting certain boundaries, you respecting yourself, you understanding your worth, you standing in your power. I feel like that is the catalyst for you having the ability to manifest. You also have Mm -hmm. to believe in yourself as well. And what I tell a lot of people that I work with, my clients, you have to be intentional of what you want. I just did a reading the other day and it's like, are your actions aligned with what you claim that you want? Because you can't say, oh, I want that treats me good and communicates, but you're dealing with and dating with the complete opposite. So what are Mm -hmm. you telling yourself? What are you Mm -hmm. telling God at that point? So this is something that you want to manifest. You have to make sure that you are in that environment. Um, It's all about trusting yourself as well, but and understanding that you literally have all the tools to manifest and to bring it. But it all starts with your intentions, making sure that it is that it is clear. And making mm-hmm. sure that, like I said, like you're being specific, making sure that you are taking care of your vessel. I did a reading for a girl the other day and it talked about her needing to take care of her vessel in the way that she was eating. That's the way that we manifest. We have, to, we have to be in the right mindset. We have to, you know, eat the right foods in order to create the energy within us to manifest these things. But I feel like manifestation is more than mm-hmm. you just praying. You have to Say it. Do your affirmations in the morning. It's part of your daily practice. God sees your word. We have to show off like, God, I'm really trying to I really want this. Let me show you how much I want this daily practices, what you do in the morning, what you do before you go to bed. You know, it shows God that this is something that you you really want. But manifestation is not going to come overnight. But you just have to stay diligent and disciplined through the process. And I'm going to say, like, to add upon that for the people who aren't spiritual who haven't made that connection yet because it's fine mm-hmm. if you have it but there's science behind that too 
There's so much. I took a class on mindfulness and about like waking up. Like you can literally rebuild parts of yourself. There's been stories of women who have been trying to get pregnant for years and years and years and years. And that stress like is pretty much the optimal cause as to why they were not pregnant. And then once they oh, wow. adopted a child and they they stopped thinking about those things. They stopped putting out added stress, weight, and you know heaviness on their body. Then they conceived a child. Wow! So it's just like there is yeah. science behind this um, about like truly being intentional with your body, waking up every day and saying an affirmation, saying an affirmation yeah. before you go to sleep. There is literal science behind people who have started doing that and seeing change in their blood pressure, seeing change in their heart, seeing change mm -hmm. in like like physical changes yes, actually happening to their body. So it's like, okay, if you don't want to believe the testimonies, okay, here is some scientific proof that you can look up and read on of people right. who actually had these changes happen to them. Mm -hmm. It's true, and, and it works. It's all about your daily spiritual practice. That's how you you know, develop yourself. You gotta take care of your vessel. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's so, I, I'll say if nothing else, I've seen a lot of people really getting more into it during the whole, you know, Water. quarantine situation because, you know, you just got time mm -hmm. with yourself, you know, <laughs> and well, or with, you know, mm -hmm. less distraction, it should be. Um, Whereas a lot of times, you know, we are so busy with everything else that it's hard to kind of carve out that time to really sit and be intentional with your thoughts and with your, you know, your breathing and just everything to really just, you know, put forth an effort to make some real change. Because it takes, a, what, like 30 days to develop a bad habit? And then no. And longer, like, no, it takes get rid of it or something like to that? develop a habit. So, like... Yeah, so if you and just stuff, spend 30 okay. days doing something initially, it will become routine and second nature. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But can you persevere through those 30 days? 30 yeah. days is a long time. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yes. It's a long time. It sure is. Yeah. Interesting. So when um what are some I guess hmm. some tools that you know other than you know, tarot cards? Like what are some other kind of like tools that you use like in your practice and then in you know being that kind of would you would you call yourself I don't know not at all the correct word, <laughs> but not at all. Okay. So what would what would the correct term I guess kind of be for like what you are? I would consider myself more um, as a spiritual advisor, counselor. Like I said, I'm just to help people um, become the higher version of themselves, just to guide them and to advise them. Um, but the only tools that I use, well, there's a difference between tarot and oracle cards. Oracle is more of like. Um, Jeez, why did I have to bring this up? I can't even explain it. It's more like a thematic thing. Um, but I read a lot. Um, that's how I, outside of tarot, I just love reading about spirituality, especially in regards to religion, daily practices, how to raise your vibration, how to clear up your emotions. So with that, that's how I read. And then that's the advice that I give out. But um the only tool that I physically use now. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. And so, because there's so many oh, different, I guess, yeah. kinds of tarot <laughs> um, that I've seen. So, so I guess, uh, I guess my my question is, what kind of, I guess, distinguishes, I guess, a uh, I don't even want to say oh, real I can versus tell you that fake, too. <laughs> but because um, you know. Okay. Well, yeah, let's do that because I know that there's so many. And, you know, for those of us that are not, yeah. you know, that aren't, that don't practice and that don't know the ins and outs, like, you know, yeah. you go to Barnes and Noble, <laughs> you just pick up, you know, a stack of cards or even if you go to like Infinity's End or something and pick up something like, you don't really know what you're so, doing. Um, for so, for one, you just have to be mindful of readers that are like money, 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 money. I'm going to teach you this class. I'm going to teach you this course. I have this oil, buy this oil, your man is going to come back. Just be mindful of those type of people. But 
but then again, like you said, it's different types of tarot. So then you have your herbalists who create oils and, and incense and, and different things to help you conjure things into your life. Um, but, oh, goodness. Like, I, um, I DM'd a girl the other day because she said DM me for a free reading. And then when I DM'd her, she gave me a price. So I'm like, sis, you said it was free, you know? Mm. So, just, just be mindful of people that are trying okay. to constantly, you know, get attention. Um, some people are trying to help people. They don't really care about the money. And some people try to make their tarot business um, solely based off of money. But like I said, some tarot people, they'll tell you um, kind of like basic information. And like myself, when I use tarot, it's mainly to give you advice. So a lot of my cards are advice based. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say that I did a I did a reading with Toy everybody that was so with Daniel with Toy Box Tarot and <laughs> it was it was it was very I, I will say it was very spot on I I'm not, it was very spot on it was it was really good um, and I was prepared like and so I think also I I would say for maybe someone mm-hmm. going in so that was my first one. That was the first time I'd ever had a tarot reading. Well, not tell you that. I'd had a tarot reading at (laughs) the Renaissance Festival. (laughs) But I, you know, I didn't, you know, I went in there with an open mind about what it might be and everything. But I I, I didn't, you know, I kind of questioned the validity of it a little bit, you know. So I was just like, okay, you know, I've done one. Sure, why not? Um, But one I did with you. Um, I was like, well, I trust this person. I know she studies her craft. I know she knows what she's doing. So I'm open to whatever it is that is given to me. And I know it's for like interpretation and for me to take the information and make changes at Mm -hmm. will or whatever have you. Um, But it was, it was a really good being. It was very insightful. And a lot of the things I will say, and it was, I think something that people really think they're going to come away with is like, you're going to tell them what to do. Right. And that's not the case. Um, it's like you said, kind of like just advice, just kind of like general, like, yeah, you know, I sent, I feel this in your life. I feel these kind of things that are happening to you or that are, you know, surrounding you. So maybe look a little deeper there. And it was, it was true. And the interesting thing about tarot is that it's solely energy based. So what I could be telling someone is something Mm -hmm. that has already happened, something that's happening now or something that will happen in the future. Like one time I got a reading done like three, four years ago and the lady was like, honey, the man that you're with is not the man that you're going to end up with. Two two years later, we broke up and I'm still not with him. So sometimes it takes time for readings to come to full fruition. So... Yeah, you just have yeah. to be patient. <laughs> yeah. time. Keyword is time. <laughs> yeah, there's so many parallels that I'm seeing with um this and just social work and psychology and um, counseling because like our overall thing that we say to our patients is like we're not here to give you the answer this this definite answer that's definitely going to change your life it's all about like the work that you do and it's all about like how you're choosing to um it's about noticing the patterns of your behavior Mm -hmm. and um bringing those patterns to your acknowledgement and like you do what you will with that information like now you have the toolbox you know what the issue is and I, you know, I see that when you're talking about tarot reading, like with everything, it's just based on interpretation, and then what you do with what you interpret it. That is true. Everyone has free will, and you you do what you yeah. please. <laughs> yeah. And I heard um, one thing about therapists and people bringing in, you know, astrology into their sessions. I thought that was interesting mm-hmm. as well. Especially when you break down a person's chart, you know, how Daryl was saying your sun, moon, and rising and things like that. That can really tell, you know, what a person is like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think with I think with everything, it's just all it's evolving. all yeah. You know, everything's evolving. People are mm-hmm. going with, you know, what the times are. And at the end of the day, everything's a business. Mm-hmm. And so if you're noticing that there is this that there are these people who like 
you know, there's there's one thing. It's all about what distresses your life. Are you living your life like sending your money to all these terror readers and never making any decisions in your life and <laughs> letting everybody control your life? Or are you really just mm. like being hyper aware that there are these things that are connected? I've read horoscopes that are so, I sent Daryl something the other day that I felt was so spot on about myself, about him. It was, it was just like very spot on to where we are in our lives right now. Mm-hmm. And like, I think you have to be ignorant to ignore those things mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. not acknowledge mm-hmm. that, that those things yeah, are like, like actually be. like, okay, this does have something to do with my life, but that doesn't mean like, this is it. This yeah. is the only, this is it's the only general. story. Right. It doesn't yeah. have your name written on it specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I know everybody's not dealing with right. exactly what, <laughs> what I'm going through. Yeah. That is true. It's always always interesting. I always like to look at like the origins of this kind of stuff because, you know, the fact that we are just like how we talked about how we got as black folks to this point of like being so kind of adverse to spiritual practice that isn't rooted in, you know, Christianity for a lot of us, you know, to whereas when there was a point in time where we were like (laughs) what changed you know it's like what changed throughout the course of human history where we kind of you know stopped really kind of relying on this kind of internal energy because like energy practice and things of that nature that's been around forever but i think it's like it's only just now that we as people and again science you know, talking about transmissions of energies and all that other kind of stuff that people are like, yeah, I need to protect my energy <laughs> yeah. and I need to yeah, don't get me talking save about my house. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I Listen, know. Sage against the people in the I was just thinking okay. about it. You know, and so it's it's just kind of like, and, and, and I will say just on the, um, on that track, mm-hmm. like you mentioned herbalists and stuff earlier, like these are when people use naturally occurring elements and things that are naturally occur in nature mm-hmm. in their spiritual practice and stuff. I really don't see the correlation of how people just equate that with some type of malevolent and evil kind of force. Like, I, you know, it's it's like. It's literally nature. And, it's been here you know longer how, than us. Exactly. It's literally been <laughs> so. here since the beginning of time. But I think people are so close-minded to think that it's only used for evil. And yes, I can agree that yes, some people you anything can be used for evil. It mm-hmm. just depends on the person behind it all. But yeah, it's it's a part of Earth, and I'm pretty sure people have used it to cure cancer and illnesses patches and burns i'm like wow is that evil too <laughs> yeah and, and let's go back to what i was saying earlier about those parallels right. and like picking and choosing like oh how convenient that this is made by the devil now and <laughs> <laughs> just like everything was was good god right when it just saved some sudden, lives that was the devil's work and it's just like everything can't be the devil's work just because you don't understand something or have an agreeance to it it made right. me th- it's such a cop I look, don't judge me for my it's, it's, uh, example yeah. but I'm thinking about that uh, movie the Scooby-Doo movie where they had like they went to like Salem or something and the hex girls were like just like like did it, like making like something for like their the throat girls. for their vocal cords and it was like yeah. bitches and they're yeah. evil and it's like they, were, they were over here just trying to make sure they don't lose their voice yeah. like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's and it's a thing. It's a it's a practice. I got a whole book actually in this house on herbal medicine that's like from like nineteen sixty something, and I'm just like, hmm, there's something here for that. I'm sure. Yeah, it's a whole. Like, maybe ho- I don't they, need we to call it home ale. remedies in the black household <laughs> besides ginger ale. You know, like even putting right. onions in your socks and you know <laughs> right. things like that. Like you know, is that the devil? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That uh, you know, exactly. who knows? Because like, well, who's but I got in an argument with the guy on Facebook the other day in regards to Sage, and he claimed that we're only supposed to rely on God, and that is it. That's it. 
nothing else. I was like, okay. Uh, okay. Does exactly. that include like modern medicine exactly. too? Like I'm just I'm just wondering. Choosing. Let me That's let like me flip and through and find right a Bible there. verse That's against this. <laughs> Let's find it because you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's very interesting. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think overall, um, it's it's all about awareness. I think that's the key thing. Whether you are, um, you know, a spiritual person or like a really religious person or you're somewhere in between, like it's about just being aware of mm-hmm. you, aware of the world around you, and how you interact with that world. And yes, you know, we're all just trying to make sense of it here, all of us. So it's like whatever that practice is that helps you make sense of That's it. it. I'm down for it as long as you're, as long as you're not hurting anybody <laughs> and you're just a good person with a good heart. I don't care what you do. <laughs> yeah. Just honestly. I really because I really am of the school of thought that like, you know, I <laughs> I'm kind of a um, <laughs> okay. I am like an ancient alien conspiracy theorist at the same time. Um I love ancient aliens. It's my favorite show ever. Um and the more I watch it, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, not to get all hoteppy, <laughs> but like, you know, I used to, when I was younger, I used to be like, they're saying the aliens built the pyramids. I'm like, what are they saying? Black people aren't smart enough to build something that big. It's like, mm-hmm. ancient like, aliens. As I've gotten older, like, <laughs> to the and teeth. really, like, <laughs> we haven't figured it out. I know black people have figured it out back <laughs> then, so aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. You know, like, but and then, you know, but as I watch the show, right, and we really look at all these big, huge monuments and all this other stuff, not that it's not possible, but it is kind of like, okay, if it's completely difficult for us mm-hmm. now with all of our modern technology and tools and such and whatever, how did they do it? Some, you know what? It, obviously, they did it somehow. That, it's just like, um, like how? We're not all that we can do. Like, you know, like the movie, like, Limitless and whatever that movie was with um, Shorty that's in Avengers. Like, yes, Lucy, thank you. I'm glad you knew Lucy, exactly what I was talking one? about. Um, yeah. So with stuff uh-huh. like that, yeah. it's just, like, I really do believe that there is, like, a world that we, like, that we can't see. I do I do believe in mental health disorders, but I, do, I, I strongly believe that there are people who might truly see the things that they think I that they're seeing and that and and that there's just like there's these parts of our brain that we are tapped into a you know a, a younger parts in our lives and some people fortunately stay tapped into those things mm-hmm. and are able to differentiate what they have tapped yeah, into yeah. and what others aren't tapped into anymore and I, then there's those people who are, who are unfortunately overcome by the things that they're tapped into and so like yeah I really I really do believe right. like that that we all have the, this ability to like to to have this grand understanding to see these things to be a part of these things mm-hmm. and some and because of society we that disconnect is cut yes and it's been labeled as yeah. something bad yeah mm-hmm. that's why. Mm-hmm. and it's like you know and I'm, i am that person like well, why don't we all just know? I would like all of us to know every to know all the things, but it's like you can't handle the truth. I don't believe history Maybe I books. Can. History books, like I'm at the point of my knowledge, my I think I'm smarter than everybody part in life where it's just like I can't read stuff and be a believer what I read. I can read stuff and I read everything as a story. This is a mm-hmm. this is a good story because at the end of the day I wasn't there, and even True. in this mm-hmm. times in my life where I was there, and True. that's still not what had happened. You right, <laughs> and so it's just, so that's it's just like why, why would that's I so true. These history books, especially when I know, like when when I every time I read about the talk, the Tulsa massacre, it pisses me off. It's just like. They want us to believe that we that we never had anything. They want they want to change that history so bad, and there's there's right. there's little evidence of them trying to wipe our history out. Mm-hmm. And and so it's just like, why would I take what yeah. you say, point blank? Why would I believe that this thing connection within myself is the devil's work? Why would I believe any of that? Why why would I believe more than what myself is telling me? This is and true, so babe. as far as the 
um, the alien, right. uh, aliens and Egypt and the monuments and stuff like that. I mean, that's across the world. There's so many mesmerizing things across the world where it's just like, how did, mm-hmm. how did somebody do that thing? But you have to think about the things that we have seen that we that because of technology we have seen be recorded, and we we've seen people do some amazing things yeah, yeah. where where we can't wrap our minds around them, and we instantly think CGI. That's fake. That that's not real. That they couldn't have possibly done that. But that person <laughs> really could have possibly done that. We're just meant True. to believe mm-hmm. that we aren't meant to be that great. Yes. And we don't have yeah. the capabilities of doing such great things. That's true. It's a huge insecurity complex with, with us humans. You know, we're just like, that's why we keep making up this <laughs> mm-hmm. idea that we're the only ones in the whole it doesn't billions even make of planets sense. and stars in the universe. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> and, you know, it's not even like, you know, whatever you think they look like or these other life forms or whatever, you know, there's things out there that we haven't even expo- we haven't even explored seventy yes, percent of our oceans. <laughs> Girl, yes, you know it scares right. the mess so, out of you. Yes. <laughs> and they always do stuff. They keep creating these daggone movies. I'm like, like don't disrupt the earth because there's something living down there that you don't want to unlock, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> right. Okay, and, we're going to do and it. We have anyway. no protection it's like, at hey. all. <laughs> None. <laughs> We've unleashed the ancient evil that's been sealed for five thousand years. It, it took them two billion like, years oh, to so get why it we trapped, <laughs> and we unlocked it. <laughs> and in ten minutes, <laughs> for real, we fucked up the earth. <laughs> oh God, yeah. It's always fun. It's always interesting, though. So it's it is very much. So I think as we all, just like you said, Niall, as we've learned and unlearned that you know history the way it's been presented to us most people mm-hmm. is a complete mm-hmm. is a lie it's been either whitewashed or it's been omitted or it's been changed to suit the needs of the culture the dominant culture that's being taught through so you gotta like it's all about again mm-hmm. doing your own knowledge doing your own research and understanding um and really taking that for what it is and applying it to yeah. your life and Creating your yes, own. Story. That is true. Making sure that that's Don't just right. rely on what you've been taught. <laughs> when you are gone. Which. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. I love it. Well. Yes. Most definitely. Um, this has been great. I have thoroughly I enjoyed I really wish this, this was in person. Because um, I would have definitely been like. final thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> no i can't wait to get back in person but no this i learned a lot today and i'm sure our listeners will learn a lot more thank you for clearing up a lot of the myths Mm -hmm. and really just being open and telling us you know about the experience and what it's really like because you know there's so many people that i'm sure are very interested in just really trying different types of spirituality and there's nothing wrong with that guys like I think people are scared, just like you said, too. Like, they have this kind of um, thought that if they stray or even look at anything different than what they were told or raised to believe, that it'll invalidate that experience. Yes, that is or, true. I think I've people had are just praying people together. throw Bible verses overall. in my DMs, and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I feel yeah. like, I feel so like <laughs> I, I've got like, that compassion, that empathy, yes, frustration. Oh, that's definitely there. But for people to not have that ability to check into those different, par- like just to be open, just to be able to be open and recognize that there are people who have different opinions of yours. And if it's like you said, Danielle, if it's not hurting, if you got love in your heart, if you're yes. using your belief for love and positive intention, then why, why am I trying to change you? Like I was just watching something the other day. It was like this girl, this little girl adds. No, my my friend, she's like my best friend, but she's Hindu and, and I don't know like what to do with that. And the pastor's answer was like to um like if that's really your friend, if you really love her, then the only right thing to do is to put her on the um path of God if you want her to be redeemed. And, and this was a TV show, but like at the end of the day, you know that's happening. 
happens every day. <laughs> Thank you. Excuse me. Oh, oh, yes. yeah, of and course. So, you know, so it's just like. Of course. Yes, too. Okay, you want oatmeal. <laughs> I'm over here making a three course meal and she wants oatmeal. <laughs> These ungrateful. Yes. Yeah. Ungrateful. Welcome to parenthood. <laughs> you gonna eat these vegetables, girl. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she want oatmeal and cookies. Oh my god, she done made me lose my track of train of thought. There, I'll close the show out. <laughs> you know what you can yeah, do? That's a give good one. I don't think she even likes those. <laughs> yeah, give her an oatmeal cookie. No. She probably wouldn't. And that I would be the point where I just be like, you know what? Go to no, bed. you're not Okay, well, we're just going to go ahead and close out right. before Amara decides she really wants some cookies. Um, <laughs> thank you, Danielle. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, tell everyone where they can find you and how they can get in contact with you to either just continue the conversation or if they're interested in yes, you know, doing a reading of their own. T-O-I-B-O-X-T-A-R-O-T. Um, if you would like a reading, just read the highlighted section on my part, um, on my page, and then DM me, and then we can talk from there. But thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yes. And... With that, y'all stay great. Be good out here. Um, we wouldn't be this show if we didn't remind y'all that uh, the election is in like three vote, weeks, vote, vote. Uh, make sure you vote. <laughs> Please vote. That's that's all we can ask. Just vote. Um, <laughs> I don't care how you get out there. I don't care if you put it in the mail. I don't care if you do early voting. I don't care if you stand in the line. Do what you got to do. If you are gonna do mail-in ballot or absentee, make sure that you sign it. And date it with a signature, and you have a witness. And make sure you read the directions with a signature and make sure you as well. The right color. At least that's how it is in North Carolina. Because that's the thing too. You don't want to give them any excuse. <laughs> yes, please use black. You can never go wrong with black. Well, yeah, like you I can said, never go wrong with black. Your instructions. No one will don't. judge you for that. <laughs> that going to be like it could blue. Be blue. Oh, <laughs> don't listen to me. <laughs> Reading is fundamental. Just read, guys. Just read. <laughs> Please. Oh, Lord. All right, y'all. Well, thanks. All right, bye. Bye. Thank you so much, Daniel. Thank you, bye, guys. Everybody. Have a good night. You too. Bye.